Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. Welcome to episode number. 153? Yeah, did you did you read that from over there? No, I can't guess? see that. I can't see. I don't I don't have eyesight that good. That's awesome. That's it, awesome. It was it was a it was an informed guess. You know, I knew kind of vaguely where we were. <laughs> they they call me. Is uh, it really 153? Eagle Eye. Yeah, it's it's a 153. Yeah. Okay. All right. We, not... We've done 3 episodes since our epic 150th episode. That's true where we went against all other critics and uh, declared uh, Batman vs Superman a good movie. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and the thing is about that movie, <laughs> I feel like I feel like time will back us up on this. Chris. Yes. I feel like eventually okay. it will be um we will be vindicated. Yeah, 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 eventually. Um, um, Actually, but maybe I, not I anywhere, anytime soon. It reminds me, I need to put something else in the list of things to talk about. So, uh, so talk for a second. Okay. Um, so about about that, like I feel like it's just cool to hate on that movie right now, and uh, and so you know that's that's part of it. It also, again, I think I went in with to, to that movie with very low expectations, and and it was way like it was far better than I expected it to be. Yeah, that's you the know? thing. Like I had, I, 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 we said this in the review. I don't want to oh, yeah. rehash the review. No, 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 no. I'm not rehashing the review. I, I expected this thing to be terrible. Yeah. Okay. Because and it wasn't. because it's you know Zack Snyder yeah. and and David Goyer, right? And, and I expected all the nonsensical things on all the things that I expected were there, but to a far lesser extent than I thought there would be. You know, far exactly. far lesser extent than I thought the the the, the yes. weird storytelling things would be. But anyway, C- true. Just Chris. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Well, first I want to talk about what I've been up to, then I'll talk about what I will be up to. Whoa. Okay. So we're going to have a past, present, future situation with you this week. Actually, we will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So past. I've been playing a lot of Division. Okay? Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all the game things I've been doing. Um, what type of things have you been dividing? I know I've made that joke every episode yeah. since we've since the division has I come mean, out. So you know, so I I just did a bunch of cleanup. You know, I hit level thirty. Yeah. Um, I think I talked about that last week. Uh, I um I went around the map and I cleaned up the rest of my uh all my side missions. Um, finished all my missions. Um, beat the we we beat the game together. Um, in terms of the the story campaign. Uh, That's right. Night. Um, unlocked all the dark zone, like fast travel checkpoints. Um, I can't even, you know, like I've been getting some yellow gear and stuff like that. I think we're going to try to run some stuff within the incursion tonight. Like we got up to level, uh, to the level of the incursions. Yeah. You know, we'll try some of that stuff out. So that's, that's kind of what I've been up to there. Um, other than that, um, I don't know. I've been, so there's this book that came out with the division and it, uh, is basically a survival manual about how to survive a, a disaster, okay? This, Interesting. This is going to get crazy, the way I'm describing this. Okay. And so in the game, this April Keller that you follow around, you see her in Echoes and like some right. of these phone conversations and all that kind of stuff. Um, you kind of like follow her, track to the city. Well, she's she's writing in this in the days after the outbreak, okay? Awesome. Well, you also pick up it. pages of, of, of a survival journal inside the game. Is exactly. it the same book? It's the same book, but there's only 28 of those, and there's 128 pages in this book. Holy cow. Um, so I'm, I'm like, I'm like still maybe a third of the way through it. I'm not that far through it. Cause like what's happened is like, she's gone through it once and made notes about like the story of like ha- what happened at the beginning of the outbreak. Then she's gone back through and started making more notes. And then she goes back through, I think a third time from what I can tell Dude. and makes more notes. And so this is like an S like the book S up yes. there, uh, S kind of thing. And I haven't, I haven't been doing it like in order. Cause like the song for her, her, 
writings are dated, but then the other ones um, aren't. And so, like, are they in different uh, colors of ink? And yeah, stuff? they are. So you can figure yeah. out which ones relate to each other. But, Dude, that's like, totally s. That's I'm kinda, awesome. I'm kind of doing that. that. I'm doing. I'm reading everything on the page at a time rather than like going through in the, like three times. Uh, oh, and, of course. And so, like, she's uncovering things about in the book that like feel like a conspiracy and like this person who wrote the book knew that this was happening and all this kind of crazy stuff. And like That's awesome. you, some of the pages, like you hold up to the light and you can see things like, well, what was written on the other side affects like what you're what? doing on this side. And like, dude, that's know, really cool. Crazy stuff. That's a dude. bunch of stuff like that. And as again, the book S, if you haven't read the book S, uh, you should, everybody should go out and pick it up. Don't do the ebook thing though. Cause that it's not the same, same as this. Yeah. It's not the same. Like even, even though you're picking up those pages in the game, I guarantee right. the whole up to the light thing yeah. it's if you held your tv up to the light there's not much that's going to happen so um but like there's stuff that they'll do storytelling wise in it that would be like only available to do in a uh in a book yeah. form. and that's kind of the way this is there's like post-it notes there's like things you can take in and out of, of the uh of the book and uh so like it was only i feel like it was only like 15 bucks or that's something awesome. like that and so like on amazon maybe 12 i don't remember exactly but like if you're at all a fan of the division and the story of the division and uncovering like uh kind of the backstory of it like definitely pick this up like you, you see like she was there in the beginning before before any of these, uh, before the wall was built around the dark zone, before any of the the different factions start running around and taking over parts of the city, nothing. Like she was there before and during that, and so it's really cool, like kind of diving into that that story because, like, I think the division's done a really good job of telling a story. Uh, it's different, you know, like like different games have tried to tell its story within a multiplayer kind of environment since yeah. the the debut of Xbox One and PS4. You know, like Titanfall tried it, um, Destiny tried it, things like Evolve tried it, and stuff like that. But I think that the division has done the best job so far. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a perfect job, but like there are there obviously like I understand what's going on with the different factions and why. Uh, what what their backstory is and why they're doing what they do and they yeah. behave the way they do. Like there's Joe Farrow, he's leader of the cleaners, you know, and like mm-hmm. his wife was the the fir- one of the first to go and stuff like that. Like first cases of the of the the uh, illness and so it just the story that they've woven, you kind of catch on a lot quicker. And yeah, but then there's things like this. And I'm like, this is like a deep dive into it. Yeah. If you want it, you know, it's like a, it's a, a lore side of things. And the fact exactly. that like some of this is, is potentially some, if not all, maybe, maybe there's multiple pages in each pickup that you pick up or whatever. Right, but right. I mean, it, it, that it's in the game, but then you can also get a hard copy of it. Mm-hmm. Like I find that just amazing. Like I wish more games would do that type of thing yeah. where they would have, um, you know, options, inexpensive options for you to like buy collectibles or buy something from the game or whatever like that. It's something that is, is cooler than just like, Oh, a poster or, or something like that, you know, something that that would be displayed like a book. It's like, you can put a book on your, your shelf and it's going to look the same with all of your other books, but it's like, you know, but it's, it's about this game. Like it's something that's comparable. And like whenever, uh, I bought the special edition or the hardened edition of, um, of, Modern Warfare 3, it came with a notebook that spanned the Modern Warfare games. That's right. Um, that was carried along uh, with one of the characters, and I think it was Price, maybe? It's Price's notebook. Or was it, it Ghost? It, maybe it was Ghost. I don't remember. It was Ghost's it was notebook. Ghost. It was Ghost's notebook. Because no, you're, then it, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, if you haven't played those games, go play those games. Those are really fun games. Yeah. The storyline, I still love it. Dude, Modern Warfare 2 is one of my favorite stories in a yes. video game. Yes, for sure. Such uh, a ride. 
and so like, but that was you know within this hundred dollar hardened edition. But this is available to anyone. Yeah, you know, whenever you, uh, whenever I got, I we ordered my game, and, and like I had you order through Amazon, and so I went yeah. to your house and picked this up, like, and I saw that book, and you also got like the collector's edition. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, did the book come with the collector's edition? You're like, no, I got that separately. <laughs> it was it was just a random, you know, like twenty dollar, fifteen dollar purchase or yeah. whatever, and uh, and I was like, dang it, that's awesome. Yeah, this um, I didn't expect it to be as cool and as in depth as it is, man. Yeah, and like the thing I love about uh, whenever you're reading you know, multiple kind of almost out of time thoughts, uh, where you know, there's a comment on a comment on a comment or, or like there's something where it's like, um, boy, I was naive whenever I originally wrote this or whatever, like those types of things, whenever you're in the, in, in the middle of reading a book, it like, it, it, there's a way to, to tell those kind of nonlinear book storylines that's yeah. still linear and still is, is really like, uh, suspenseful. Right. You know, as you're reading through, you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next here? You know, yeah. so yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to potentially check out that book, dude. Yeah, it's really it's cool. awesome. Um, more currently, I have a story. Oh boy. Okay. So, last, so have we entered the, the present? This is the present. Uh, this is the, this, this is happened the, last night. Okay. So not quite the not present. Quite the present. This, is, this is the near past, not the yeah. far past. And this doesn't have a whole lot to do with entertainment, but this will be entertaining. So if we were the ghost of Christmas uh, or Chris, Chris's past, the ghost of Chris's past. Yeah, yeah, this is the new segment, Chris. This is the ghost of Chris's past, ghost of of Chris's present and the ghost of Chris's future. Uh, Anyway, so so this is the uh, this is the last one before you are returned to your bedroom Mm -hmm. and 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 told to to wait for the next ghost. Last night, 3.30 in the morning, John. I wake up and I hear this crazy noise. And like at first I'm dreaming. I don't even remember what at this point, but I remember like I think it's it was a squeak high squeaky noise. Was it and, the peacock next door? Because you do have a peacock that sounds like some prehistoric creature that yeah, squawks that, next door. Yeah, that sounds more like a monkey. This was like squeaks, okay? Like high squeaks. And I was like in my dream, at first I think I thought it was balloons, and then I thought it was like it turned into like something else. And then like I wake up and I realize it's like this thing going like something like that and i'm what? like what is happening and i was like i for a second i freaked out because i'm like well what if something's wrong with Dee? so i like reached over and put my hand on her and she goes i know i hear it too oh my gosh <laughs> you couldn't be even more creeped out that's really creepy Chris. and so it's going on and i'm like what is what is that she's like i think it's on the back porch and i'll get up and check it out and i was like and in my mind, you know, I just woken up out of this deep sleep, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what if what if it's something in the house? Like, and she's gonna go out into the house and what it's if gonna it's a, get her? Or yeah, something? what if it's a random like street, like like a, uh, a window washer? Like they're just washing your windows, you know? <laughs> well, out you know. There. And so I pound on the the window like next to our bed, and it stops. And she was like, "Oh." I really wanted to see what that was. I was like, yeah, I should have let you look out the window first. I'm sorry. But, so I go turn on the, <laughs> you Chris, the back come on. porch light. I was worried it was in the house. Back porch light. And then I was also half asleep. <laughs> yeah. give me, give me a break. Yeah. As if you couldn't tell that it was it was it well, The least in of my house. concerns was my wife's disappointment that she couldn't see what the noise was. <laughs> I turn on the back porch light and the floodlights. And, uh, and I was like, it sounded like a cat. Like, it really sounded like a cat fighting or something like that. And she was like... She looks out the window on her side of the bed, and she was like, oh, I see a fox. And I'm like, what? So I go over there, and like, like let me awesome. see. And I look out the window, and I'm like, no, I see a cat. And there's this cat that's like that comes down from the top of my porch, back porch, and, and sits on the next to bottom step. And she's like, let me see. And so she gets in like, oh, no, they're both out there. And like, there's this fox sitting about eight feet off of the 
out in the yard, just what? staring at this cat. Okay. What? And uh, and it just sits there, and like I'm like, oh man, they were probably fighting. Like this this uh, fox is after this cat, and so. I sit there and watch, and he like kind of gets up after a few minutes and like slinks around underneath the deck and comes around like really close to the bottom steps and like pokes his head around (laughs) and starts like coming at her and then the the cat just like starts batting it right in the face with its claws (laughs) like back and forth with its fury swipes (laughs) yeah yeah and making that making that crazy like crazy noise again and uh, and then it freaks out and like bang on the door or bang bang on the window and like they they freak out (laughs) and the fox looks up and like runs off he like runs like he's like twenty feet out in the yard now and I'm just like. All right, this thing, like, he's not giving up. I don't know why this cat has chosen my deck to make its last stand, but it has. Remember Chris's deck. And at this point, like, I have chosen, picked sides and chosen the cat as the victor of this. And, uh, and so this fox is sitting out there. And I, I, I told Didi, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, what's going on with this cat? Why didn't it just run away? Like, I would jump over one of these fences if I was the cat. Like uh, then I was like, well, what? Maybe it's got like a like a litter of kittens or something up there. I don't know. Like I think I would have heard that. Like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and uh, and so like okay, and I tell her I'm gonna get my clothes on. So I got got some clothes on. I'm like, and if this fox comes back at this cat, I'm gonna get my baseball bat and go up there and <laughs> beat the crap out of it. And uh, and so like I'm all ready, and I stand there for like thirty minutes, and it's Stupid fox just sits there, and I'm just like, I can't. Why don't you just go like chase point, it off? If you just point, make loud like, noises and spray water at it, I at bet this, you would go away. At this point, it's like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, you know, like there was out there a part of me that was like, I don't really want to get involved if I don't have to, you know? Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to see what was happening. It's like National Geographic right in your backyard. Like, I don't, you know, this is real life, you know? I don't have to like imagine if I was in the wild. I am in the wild. And... uh so I, just, I stood there for like half an hour watching. I just got so tired. Like I was almost about to fall asleep on my feet. It's like, I have to go to bed. Like if they start doing it again, I'll hear it, I guess. And so I, I fall back asleep and like I wake up and half expected to find a dead cat on the back porch. <laughs> but nothing. No, nothing. The cat I mean, survived who, the night. I, I mean, I would assume so unless the fox <laughs> killed it and carried it off. Well, but. maybe. I don't know. I think the fox was kind of like, you know. Well, I've tried twice now. Because he was, like, when he was sitting way far out there, he was kind of just look, looking around. He wasn't, like, intensely focused on the cat like he was before. I'm surprised, like, once you were out there that the fox didn't, like, the, both of them didn't just run away. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why the like, cat why, stuck around. Why did they have no fear of humans? Well, I wasn't outside. Oh, you weren't I was, outside. I was just banging on the window. So all I know oh. here is a bet. Like, Dude, you should have gone out. Like, I mean, I feel like they would have run off so immediately is, well, if you is, just step this, out the back door. I know, but this is also my thought. I was like, well, then I'm going to scare the cat away. And then it's going to get in some other like indefensible position where this fox is going to That's true. Kill it and eat it. That's true. That's true. So I didn't really, because I was like, if I go after this fox, I'm going to have to come from like the garage yeah. side of my house so that. I can if like if the cat gets scared, it goes back up onto the deck rather than out into the wild, you know, and like yeah. then I can go at the yeah. So I had this whole plan in my head. <laughs> You'd worked out all the angles. Worked out all the angles. Um so I, mean, I had plenty of time sitting there to do it. I love I love encountering like foxes because like they're not like the norm thing that you would just encounter. Like, you know, sure. You, know, you see deer all over the place. Sure, you see like cats and dogs and stuff, but like foxes, it's like who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. And so I've encountered a couple of them on like late night runs. One in particular was hiding in a tr- like tipped over trash can. Like apparently the fox had like either tipped it over or the wind had blown it over yeah. and the fox was just in there. 
and there's like something rattling around in this trash can. And then as I get closer, it just all of a sudden hears me and stops yeah. and then just bolts out of the, uh, the trash can, scaring yeah. me half to death. But uh, it was obviously scared half to death as well. So I mean, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty sneaky. I mean, the, the, uh, all, all cartoons lead us to believe that they're always after the, yes. uh, the chicken coop. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Always, always <laughs> after they're, the chickens. They're always after those, those chickens and their eggs, um, apparently. Moral of the story, though, is I still did not find out what the fox says. <laughs> and if I had, I would have known it was a dream. Dude, that would have been awesome. <laughs> if, like, if like you tell Dee Dee about this in the morning and she's just like, what? What? Yeah. You're, what? you're crazy, dude. I, <laughs> that never happened. The, the you, dumb, were, you, you got up last night? That's weird. The dumb thing is, like, I was so tired this morning. <laughs> and I'm like, was it because of that? Dude, yeah, it probably stress was. Of it. I lost an hour of sleep, basically. Yeah. But like, well, if ah, it was in the middle of right. your sleep cycle, too, it's like it just upsets your whole night, man. Yeah, I didn't feel feel rested at all i really feel like if you had just if you had just like yelled or something out the door or like it's been like you know showed any sign of being a human and not just something banging on the door you know yeah, the yeah. window it probably would have resolved this entire situation yeah yeah i mean maybe possibly. <laughs> maybe maybe but it yeah. does make sense that you didn't didn't want the cat right to, well I mean, plus you know i'm in you know my pajamas i don't really want to go outside if i don't have to you know <laughs> but you want to you you're okay standing there for like an hour well, yeah because know? i wanted to see what would happen yeah i wanted, you know, it's like watching someone play a game of chess. Ah. You can't rush them. Ah, you know. So you, you were them... watching. A, you were watching a cat and a fox play chess all yeah, last night. I mean, they were strategizing in their minds what they were gonna do. <laughs> That's awesome. Honestly, that cat was just like, I'm just sitting here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just gonna sit here. And if he wants to come at me, I'm gonna I'm gonna swat at him with these claws. That's amazing. Yeah. So Chris, hmm. my week. Far less foxes and cats yes. in my week. Yes. Um, but last night, I, I actually went to go see the movie Criminal to mm. a, a pre Oh, did you? Thing. Yeah. We didn't talk about this. Yeah. Like we I, didn't. Uh, well, I, I was saving it for the podcast, Chris. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't use uh, some pre screening passes, so uh, I yeah. sent them your way. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was it, the, the act of, of give you giving me them was awesome. Oh, okay. The movie was merely <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so the direction like felt like it was like really like. It couldn't really decide like what it was. Yeah. Like it was trying to. It, it seemed like at times where I was like, okay, so they're going for like the uh, the Bourne movies, yeah. you know, where it's like, oh, it's a serious thing, but it's also like really action heavy, and it's like you're not gonna like weep at the end of this thing, or like there's not really any of that, but it's like super in your face. Yeah. Um. And so like balance between that and then like they were somewhat. It was like an R-rated movie, and they were like trying to go the like halfway to something like drive like where it's like it was an emotional movie with like moments of extreme violence yeah but they didn't really do like either incredibly well like if if you were if i were to go and and uh and say which one they kind of sat in between i would say the the strongest part was the emotional part because it was it was very emotional at the mm. end it was it, it was some nice emotional beats and that like the cast amazing mm-hmm. yeah and, it has great uh, actors in it yeah and like they all did an incredibly good job it's just I think the action choreography wasn't wasn't as as good as it could have been, and then like some of the the directorial like moments were not really as as good as they could be. But again, it was trying to walk that line between like an R-rated Bourne movie, which and then a uh, and then kind of the the drive situation. Mm. So yeah, interesting. Anyway, but yeah, it was good. It, the music was amazing. Nice. That was something that was awesome. That's cool. It, so, yeah. I still want to see it. This is the thing. You, you know? should see it. This is the way I would say. I would say rent it. 
Okay. Like it's a definite like it's definitely like I'm so happy that I saw it that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's like a rent it thing. Like you don't know? go see it instead of like Tin Cloverfield Lane. Correct. Which I still haven't seen. No, you totally need it. Like if you, if it's between those two movies, definitely Cloverfield Lane. If it, even like I mean, it's yeah. It's it was uh, it was one of those that I would say rent. If that's you, what I'm if thinking. You, like, unless you're like really hard up and you're like, man, I'm at the movies and I've seen all these other <laughs> movies. And you know, then go see it. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be good. But uh, but yeah, I mean, otherwise it was just kind of like, oh, it's it's good to rent. And, and again, I don't think there was any reason to see it in the like the big screen. Yeah. Um, I would say the uh, some of the gunplay, like some of the the um, the hits, like where where someone would get shot in the face or whatever. Yeah. That was very intense. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, are you someone gets shot in the face? Well, that's always very intense. It kind of is. And that's kind of what my thought on it was too. Where I was like, they're just like, like all of a sudden whenever you're like, oh, it's kind of slowing down. Somebody gets shot in the face. Oh and my you, gosh. What do we do here? This feels kind of slow. I don't know. Shoot someone in the face. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, uh, there was an, uh, 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 yeah, I won't spoil that. That's near the end. I'm not going to say so, this other thing. So Okay. There was a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. And then it didn't end up being awesome and it never paid off. And I've been thinking about it since then. <laughs> oh man. That's where I'm the just worst. like, man, that was a missed action uh, moment right there. <laughs> but yeah, dude. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. But everybody, like it was, it was, uh, it was like I said, incredible. Like it has, uh, has, uh, I'm losing everyone's names out of my head. Um, Gal Gadot is in it. Yeah. She's in it. It has, uh, who's the main, uh, main male lead? Uh, Kevin. Con- Costner? Yeah, Kevin Costner. Okay. And then it has uh Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. And then it has uh oh uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, well, uh and then uh, uh Detective Gary, Gordon. Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, so so yeah, Kevin Costner, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Gary Oldman, uh Kevin Costner. Tommy Lee <laughs> you Jones. You already said him. Yes. Uh <laughs> But yeah. They all did a really good I job. I should be all the people we just said. Yeah, you you literally, but in a different order though, so it, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes per- no, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was. Uh, they all did a really good job. So if if you have something that you want to rent whenever this eventually comes to video, yeah, go for it. We've been getting into uh, Marvel Battlegrounds a lot. Oh my still, gosh! Since we reviewed it a couple weeks ago, so freaking good. Was that last week? It was two, you know, two or three weeks. Ago. No, it was two weeks ago. Because yeah. it was the one right at it was one fifty one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we reviewed it, and yes, it was. And I think every single week now we've played it. <laughs> I so bought fun. more figures. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's so fun. Well, I bought I bought two more figures as well. Like I bought a used uh, Black Widow figure, and then I bought a uh, the Hulkbuster figure, yeah. which is both of them awesome, super yeah. cool additions, uh, both to the um, figure collection that I have of yeah. things, and then also to the uh, to the, the game. It's super fun, man. The Kind of PSA I want to give for the future. Okay, what I will be doing. Oh boy! This Saturday, the ghost of Chris's future has just arrived. This Saturday is Record Store Day. Holy cow! Yes. Uh, so if you don't know, Record Store Day is a day in which record stores across the country and across the world celebrate records. There are exclusive Record Store Day releases that go out. You can go to recordstoreday.com and you can see those. Uh, like it's things like you know this one record is available and there's a pressing of three thousand of them and there's three thousand of them in existence. And so like maybe your local record shop gets one, maybe it gets two, maybe it gets none. And so like it just kind of depends on what's going on. This year uh, I'm going after Justin Bieber's album is out on vinyl. Ooh, the it's most recent one. Purpose. The uh... 
the one with uh, produced by like Diplo and Skrillex yeah. and those guys. Also, uh, what's the what's the big single? Uh, where are you now? Where are you now? That's going to be on a single. It's like a seven inch single release. So like, there's the full album, and there's also this the single album. So good. Release. That's awesome. So I'm going to try to get both of those, John. Those are the That's only awesome. two. Like, uh, there are other things on there. It's like, ah, if I see them, maybe. Like, in previous years, there's been like several things. And, and sometimes yeah. I, like, I get there and like I see something that I didn't see on the list necessarily right. or focus in on the list. And I'm like, Oh man, I have to do this. Yeah. Uh, so well, a couple of years ago, we got the uh, we got a Chet Atkins limited release um, mm-hmm. for our dad, uh, big mm-hmm. Chet Atkins fan. And then uh, what was uh, well, there was like a Jimmy World one that we were going for a while back, and then we ended up not getting it or something. I don't know. <sighs> there, that's what I'm trying to remember. Like there was, I mean, the ones that I missed that I don't get. That those are the ones I have trouble remembering. Like you know, if one year I was wanting to get Anne Boleyn City's album, mm. uh, but last year, for instance, like. I picked up uh, what is it? Uh, Blue like grass, mm. and that's Dolly Parton's album. Yeah, uh, that's a really good album on vinyl. Or you know, it's the gla- grass is blue. Grass is blue. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And then um, such a good album, man! Holy cow! We picked up, I think it was the sixtieth or something anniversary or seventy fifth anniversary of the Wizard of Oz soundtrack, and it was on this emerald that's green right. vinyl. I picked it up for Dad because he really likes uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, I picked up. Uh, the Pink Panther on a pink vinyl. It was uh, the the classic music from that. Um, man, what else have I gotten in over the years? You know, I've gotten some Creedence Clearwater Revival stuff. I've gotten some uh, some live Mumford and Sons. Uh, just like there's the thing is like some of the, the, my favorite releases are releases that you literally can't get anywhere else. So like that Mumford and Sons thing was like, there was a CD version of it and a vinyl version of it and a tape version of it. And that was it. That wasn't available. Oh yeah. Echo Smith. Did, did we, didn't we both get one of those or did you really um, who got that? One? I don't know. I, I went specifically to try to get this and then the grass is blue by Dolly Parton. And, yeah. and uh, I got the, uh, the Echo Smith one it is awesome. It's the, it's their acoustic album. So yes. it's, it, I had their, uh, their previous album. Um, I didn't, their, their first, like the full album. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the one that had like the translucent kind of like rainbow vinyl or whatever, but yeah. we, I, I actually, you and I both have a copy of the, uh, the Echo's first album. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this is their acoustic album. Like, so it's the, uh, acoustic dreams EP mm-hmm. and this was only a record store release. And I remember like we went to the concert, it was in, uh, like February last year, I went yeah. to an Echo Smith concert here in town, was talking to their merch person and I asked them about that specific album the the acoustic one and he was like yeah he's like i'm trying to convince them to to do it and i was like well maybe you should do it as like a uh a a limited release and he's like yeah he's like maybe for record store day (laughs) and i was like yeah for record store day and then whenever it came out i was like oh my gosh he he got it out there for record store day like he he, uh that idea was awesome so i i i don't think he probably it's because of you it's because of the the conversation i had with you i will wholeheartedly take uh take responsibility for this album being out on record (laughs) no it's i guarantee he was thinking that that was the only play time you really do like limited runs on a uh, on records yeah yeah, so uh, definitely check that. Like, if you're near a record store, it's 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 cool. Like, usually, like they'll do some kind of sale. Like, it depends on the store for sure. But yeah. like the one that I usually go to here in East Nashville, the Groove, they usually have um, half price or, or like dollar boxes of vinyls outside. Like yeah. old, old like um, 
uh, used vinyl. And so it's like, hey, this whole box is a dollar. This whole box is two dollars. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, or, you- or they do it. They've done it by weight in the past, <laughs> where it's just like however much this weighs. You know, like yeah. you pay per weight. And so. Uh, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. If you like music, you might find something cool. Even if it's not a, an exclusive release, you might find something um, on sale that you've been looking for or that's just really cool to have your favorite album of all time on vinyl. Dude, I dig it. One other thing that I've been up to this week before we die. We're at like 28 minutes into this that's podcast. Okay. It's it's okay. So We're just talking. So um, one other thing, I've been playing a lot more Rocket League. Yeah. And it's been like that, that, that like, oh, I've got a few minutes here. I can play like two matches because they're like five minute long matches. It's, it's really... Um, easy to just to kind of dive into that and then be like, oh, it's you know, I've only got 10, 15 minutes. I can play like three matches or whatever. Um, so I've been working my way up in the ranked doubles mm-hmm. league, Chris, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking, um, actually, uh, a listener um, mentioned about doing some Twitch streaming. Mm. So I've been thinking about doing some like Twitch streaming Do sometime um, in in some evenings of some Rocket League. Yes. Um, I definitely want to do it whenever you and I can talk on the same party chat. Ah. Like this is uh so in the I'm not as that good at Rocket the League. upcoming. Well, you wouldn't have to even play Rocket League. Oh, Chris. I could just sit there and talk. You could talk. You could can play I, some other game, and we can could I, just talk. Uh, can I spectate you? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, you could spectate on Twitch and just mm. talk on your Xbox or something. Yeah, but, I could. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. So the, whenever the next update comes out, whenever yes. the next Xbox um, update comes out for the dashboard, mm-hmm. um, basically what they're going to do is they're going to allow you to. Uh, broadcast Twitch broadcast your yes. party chat, and so multiple people will be able to be in on that chat. And then while you're playing, everybody who's watching your Twitch stream will be able to hear both microphones. Whereas now, if like you can only really broadcast from your console, so like if you were at your house or, or whatever, you would have to kind of be in the same room with somebody before you would be able to broadcast that. So anyway, so whenever that happens, I'm definitely gonna rock this, Chris. We're gonna do some Twitch broadcasting, nice. and so make sure you follow me on Twitter. I will uh, I will announce it, and I'll, I probably will try to figure out the best night of the week to do this yeah. um, for my schedule. And so maybe like a, a Monday night or, or something like that, or, or a Tuesday night evening, um, the, either one of those kind of two nights is probably going to be the best nights. And so it'll probably be one of those two nights start some Twitch streaming. So follow me on Twitter at John Wright 777. All right. That sounds amazing. Boom. Later. We're going to talk about lots of stuff. We may not even get it out of the new, get out of the news this week. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a, uh, this is an interesting week. Yeah, there's a lot of things, yeah. Chris. So we'll just we'll just ramp that up right now. Let's hit the news. The uh, news, Chris. The <laughs> news. I just talked over you. It's okay. You did. did. It makes that's, it makes perfect sense that we were talking over each other. That's fine. All right, so we're gonna jump straight into the news because we got a lot of news to talk about. Lots of all news. Right. First of all. I'll post this at stayontargetpodcast.com. I'll put all these links at stayontargetpodcast. Pay on Parget. Pay on Parget. That's literally what you just said, I think. Pay on Parget. Stayontargetpodcast.com. We're going to have all these links. The Doctor Strange trailer has been released. And it looks fantastic. Looks really good, man. And so it seems like... this dive into like the, the weird, like parallel universes, like supernatural. Mm -hmm. I was getting like vibes of, of like interstellar and like all sorts of craziness from this, this trailer. It looks awesome. This is like a cross between Batman begins and inception and no, not interstellar. Sorry. Inception. That's what I meant. I said interstellar, but that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. 
So Batman Begins Interstellar. Gosh, man, you got me saying it. Batman <laughs> Begins, Inception. There it is. And The Matrix. Yeah. All mixed in one. Holy cow, dude. That's what I was getting. Yeah, so like what's crazy is that, or what's interesting, I think, is that this feels like it's very standalone, and I think that's my biggest question is like how do they make this fit into the larger universe? Because potentially, like Dr. Doctor Strange could end up being the most powerful being in this universe, you know, like yeah. he's more, he's going to be more powerful than any of the Avengers. I mean, all this stuff, like he, he can, he can like summon armies at will, you know, crazy stuff, you know? So yeah. We'll see. And I wonder, so the standaloneness of it, we've talked about before with, um, with the like guardians of the galaxy. Like that's, that's kind of feels standalone, but it also has these other, other elements with like infinity stones and things like that, that tie in mm-hmm. to the greater Marvel story. So you wonder if, if they're going to tie into uh, like an infinity war or something like that. And so maybe Dr. Strange, maybe there's going to be like some sort of a, a through line where he's going to come to play maybe farther down the road than that. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe they're really long playing us here and they're setting up his character to um, kind of be his own thing to, to maybe have a couple movies and then tie into some stuff. No, I mean, I definitely think that once we hit infinity war, every single character in the Marvel universe is going to be, or the cinematic universe at least is going to be involved yeah. in some way. Mainly because uh, it was also confirmed this week that Star Lord would be in Infinity War, so it's like, and, and I and I firmly believe it'll be the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, of well, course, not just yeah. Star Lord. And so, uh, like Doctor, I they might like wait for a second and introduce him like in the second one or something like that. Who knows? I mean, who knows yeah. how they how they do it? Um, you know, I have my suspicions for what's going to happen, and you know, from things that have happened in the comics around the Infinity War and all this other kind of stuff. But like. I think that we will definitely see Doctor Strange in Infinity War, and this is setting it up. And like, it looks like it's setting it up really, really well. Like, the visuals are stunning. Yeah, I that was one of the biggest things for me was going into this. I didn't know what to really, you know, expect. Um, but but this this kind of. Uh twisted multiple universe kind of a vibe that we got, but then also like the soul pushing out of his body. And I mean, all this stuff, it's just it like, it looks so unique. Yeah. It doesn't look like other Marvel movies. No, nope. it doesn't even look like guardians of the galaxy, which was, was, which was pretty unique on its own. It doesn't look like almost anything that we've encountered before, um, in superhero movies. And so I'm just excited for that different take. Like they're, they're definitely taking more chances. Marvel is taking more chances. Um, these days with their with their kind of one-off movies or their non yeah. um, big epic civil war kind of style movies and so that that's exciting to me yeah it'll be interesting it will be interesting i think to see how it ties in cuz like we have done like the whole infinity stone thing like we did in guardians of the galaxy like you were saying but then like you know think about ant-man and there was like a direct tie in where he goes to avengers headquarters yeah. and so like then it makes sense that he shows up in captain america civil war and stuff right. like that which apparently by the way is getting rave reviews. Oh, yeah. Critics I, love this movie. That's what it seems like. And so we've still got a little ways before we actually review it. It, it comes out on the uh, on the 5th uh, is whenever we'll see it. Like May 5th, I think, is uh, is the day that we will see it. Cinco de Mayo? So, yeah, probably. Man. Cinco de Civil War. Um, <laughs> Cinco de Civil War. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll probably have that review up uh, on the uh, on the sixth, uh, which is I think the actual first day that it officially does. Like as a Thursday mm. premiere, and then the Friday premiere, which is what they actually call the premiere. I don't know. It's so yeah. super, movies are weird. 
There is a new Suicide Squad trailer. It's called Suicide Squad Blitz trailer. Why it's called a Blitz trailer, I don't really know. I'm sure there's some kind of marketing term behind that. We're blitzing. Yeah. Uh, it's a marketing blitz, Chris. It again. Wait, 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 wait. What? The song in it. Is it is that what's the ballroom blitz? Ah, that's why. There you go. Mm. Well, it's they good. didn't call the other one the Queen. No, but everybody trailer. else did. That's true. Yeah. This I is, think they're just leaning into what the fans have 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 dubbed these trailers. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a good idea. So, like the there are, there are several things I want to talk about with this movie. First of all, this trailer looks great. Like it still looks like there's plenty of like like cool footage. We saw more of the Joker. Saw more of Batman. Uh, we see Harley with her big hammer. Yeah, like, I can't. Oh, there's just so many things I cannot wait for in this movie. It it kind of exposed a little bit more of the story, which is really cool. I I kind of, I mean, but I not like not in a spoiler way, not in a spoiler way, yeah. but like in a way where it's like, oh, well, it sets up the team more because like other than like comics fans and other than kind of um, the the DC fans basically. I don't know if the the vast majority of people might may not know who the Suicide Squad really is, and yeah. so like introducing it in that first trailer, where it's like, oh my gosh, this movie looks great. I don't know what it is, but it looks awesome. And then in this trailer, kind of expanding a little bit more on who they are, what's going on. Um, seeing Amanda Waller, I mean, mm-hmm. and 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 we saw her in the last one. I guess tying it more to the uh, the real world side of things, like the politics side of things as well. With, well, uh, with yeah. the intro with the president, like well, so, so, so to me, like they had to wait until after Batman versus Superman to mm. release this. Yeah. In terms of the story that was told there and then versus here. Very true. So, man, without getting spoilery, like it makes sense that they're doing this and forming the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it makes perfect sense. And and it uh the like, action and and the way that the the team, you know, where they pull the team from and this sort of thing, it makes sense that they would be that um yeah, you're right. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I guess my big question is like, you know, as we move into this, there's obviously like, you know, these metahumans out there and all that kind of stuff. Where were these guys? You know, like why was <laughs> why are they not on Lex's file and well, stuff like that, you know? Fucking yeah. too spoilery, but you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, I do know what you mean because it it seems like yeah, he was more concerned with the hero side, but these guys would be more his speed, right? Yeah. You so know? why would he not like pair up with these guys, especially like he didn't even have the Joker on there. Like, right. Well, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I don't know how spoiler we want to get with this, but if, in my mind, it's like the, the people that were a threat that yeah. he perceived as a threat. Yeah. Totally not a threat. These people <laughs> were a threat and obviously they were eliminated in some way, but threat know, to, and, yeah, a threat to just society. society, but I don't think Lex cares about society. I mean, this is getting really in the weeds. That is getting really in the weeds. But we will we will address it probably during the Suicide Squad yes, review. Yes. Uh, another thing. So, so there's been all these rumors. They, they were going back for reshoots. And there was all these rumors that they were going back for reshoots because they were trying to inject more humor into the movie because – the you know like the first trailer dropped and it was like really drab and like no I really even cared and then the second one where it was queen and kind of funny and all this kind of stuff like yeah. it's like oh man everyone loves it now so let's go back and put humor in it and there was some pushback from uh, from some of the actors and then this week finally David Ayer the director came out and was like no we're like, so what happened is the studio loved our movie. They said, would you want to do anything else with it? And I said, I want to do more action. I want one more set piece, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, <laughs> you know, I guess his exact thing was like, 
whenever you you make a movie, you direct every director wants to do more with his movie. And so yeah. whenever I got the chance to do more with my movie, I'm gonna take that chance. And so yeah. we're gonna go back and film more action pieces, not necessarily humor because yeah. the humor's there. So he compared uh, it to getting a new car and then also <laughs> getting rim upgrades and a stereo upgrade. Exactly. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. You know, and so I'm super pumped for this movie. Like yeah. I think I hope it I hope it like I do I will say I do hope it strikes the same kind of tone as the last two trailers that we've seen. Yeah, because that is a very like that's I, that's a movie I want to watch. I don't really want to watch another like really dark kind of drab movie like Batman versus Superman or something like agreed, that. Agreed, agreed. Like that we've, it's almost a, at this point that universe, the 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 DC cinematic universe, it needs that injection of 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 levity, you yeah. know, where where something isn't while there may be serious things going on and and people dying all over the place or whatever, but it's like just like with like the Deadpool movie or whatever. That was that was a super violent movie and yeah. it was still fun and yeah. it was still um in, in many ways upbeat. And so it's like you, you have this the, that kind of a balance and I think that is what this universe needs at this point. Yeah. Um and I think that's what fans want yeah and so yeah from the next installment it's like honestly even if the reshoots had been to inject more a little bit more humor or whatever how is that like if if that's what why they want to do yeah it's like if that's what they want to do and that's what everyone thinks that this movie needs or is yeah then why would that be bad so i mean i i don't believe that it was for that because it seems like you know i i don't think you can do this premise and be true to the comics, which is what DC, the cinematic universe has, has tried to do. They've tried yeah. to be true to, to, you know, they pick and choose, obviously, but they try to be true to some of the, the main storylines of comics. I don't see how you can do the Suicide Squad and have Harley Quinn and and the Joker and Deadshot and all these people, you know, crazy villains teaming up. Yeah. And not have it be funny. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. We also got confirmation this week that Ben Affleck is indeed... Directing and starring in the next Batman movie. <gasps> this is exactly what we wanted, Chris. Exactly what we wanted. This is we want we want the town with Batman. I'm gonna reiterate why I'm excited. Okay, exactly. I love the town, like that. You know, just replace whatever town. I forget. I think it was Boston. Yeah. Replace Boston. <laughs> you forget with, with Go- <laughs> Gotham. He put, does Boston in almost every single movie. Yeah. The. Other reason I'm excited is because he took the um, uh, the movie uh, Gone Girl with David Fincher specifically because he wanted to learn from David Fincher as a director. Like that's why he said he like I, I wanted to act underneath David Fincher so I could learn from him and learn some directorial techniques. We haven't seen a movie since then from Ben Affleck. This is going to be the first outing. We're going to be able to see. What he learned from David Fincher, one of the best directors of all time, and how he applies that to the Batman world. Yeah, in a Batman movie, no less. Yes, I mean if this is going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know what I expect from this. Yeah. Um, and I say the town, but with Batman, but it's like I don't really know what I expect from this because because uh, Ben Affleck is a it, you know he can do other things like uh, w- w- uh, I can't remember the other like the latest movie that he directed. Oh, Argo. Yeah, Argo. I mean, it's it's a similar tone, but it's like it's a different story. It's a completely yeah. different thing. And so you have the, the this this awesome character, and I don't know what that movie is going to look like, and that's what's exciting to me. Well, the other thing is, like, I think he's, like, written the treatment and all that kind of stuff. So, like, he's very involved, and I'm yeah. super excited about that. I hope it's very, very realistic and down in, like, 
like street level, I guess yeah. is my descriptor that I keep using. Like I hope it's like we this is Batman, like the detective kind of Batman that we saw. The older, like this is Bruce as Batman. You know, like this is a lot of things that we already saw that we liked from in Batman versus Superman. And uh Yeah. I think he can pull it off. I think he can too. I mean with I, a unique I, vision. It would be nice um if they would lean into kind of that uh Batman year one kind of style yeah. and, and uh and storytelling, like you said, like a detective thing and yeah. and uh and that. But yeah, I'm excited. There's a game we haven't talked about much at all, actually, on this podcast. It's Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. It came out a couple weeks ago. Um, and so the news portion of this is that it just sold over 1 million copies. That's a lot of copies. Yeah, 15 bucks a pop, that's like $15 million. The, the Chris, other that side is, is exactly is this... the math on that. How did you do that math so quickly? <laughs> I uh, sometimes... It's all I, the division that you've been doing. I have this superpower where I... I can actually do math <laughs> rather than not. That superpower is, for it's me, fleeting. for me, it is it is strictly um, only on multiples of 10. Yes. I mean, that's that's really why I was able to do that. <laughs> Stardew Valley, it looks like it's, it's... So I'll post this trailer at StadenTargetPodcast.com. Yeah. It starts off, and it looks like it's like a, uh, a farming simulator. And then it turns into... Which this is exciting. Game, like an RPG where you're having conversations with people and like you're performing tasks and going on quests and like crazy stuff like that where I'm like going into what? the mines and fighting monsters. Exactly. So it looks super, super cool. I didn't know about it till this week whenever like it, it got super, super popular and I really want to play it. The bummer part, John. There is a bummer part. It's only available for PC right now. Oh, man. So, I mean, with $15 million, I hope that it gets ported to at least Mac, where I can play it on my Mac, and I would love to play it on something else. So the most ideal location that I can think to play this game after having watched the, the trailer and, uh, and and kind of knowing a little bit about some of the gameplay, Yeah. the most ideal place for me personally would be on a handheld, Chris. Yeah, for sure, me too. Like a Vita, like the Vita. Yeah. It seems like it would be the type of game that it's not like too powerful or for even, a handheld. Or even on my phone. Or, yeah, your phone. Yeah, what am I thinking? Like, you could just pop open your iPhone or whatever. I feel like that would be the perfect place yeah. to play this game. Yeah. And I want to see it happen, Chris. I do, too. The The catch is that this was entirely developed by one man. <laughs> so if it gets ported, it's like, well, it's just this guy doing it. Well, and he's busy doing updates and stuff like that to the PC version. Maybe. With the $15 million, True. he could hire someone. He could, one, and, maybe one more person. And they could put it on my iPhone for $15 <laughs> yes. a piece. I f that just, it just seems like a no-brainer. Out of your $15 million, maybe like pay someone, I don't know, 50 grand to work on this for Chris for a while. I would even be willing to say just, just drop a cool mill on it. Oh, man, a mill? Just, just get this sucker done and done like yesterday. Okay. I mean, that seems like a lot of money for a port. That does seem like a lot of money. But think of all the money that there is to be made on a mobile version, like a, a cell phone version of this game. I mean, I would... On the Android or... or well, that would be the... I mean, the, I, would, I would spend $15 would, on it on the mobile. That would be the biggest, like, knife in, in the back, Chris, is, is if it only came to Android and both of us have oh, iPhones. Oh, gosh. I mean, well, it's great for all the Android people, and I, I love all of you. You guys outnumber us on iPhone by a lot. But 
it would suck to have a Mac and not be able to play it on your Mac and then also have a iPhone and not be able to play it on the iPhone. What if it just came to Windows Phone? Oh my god. <laughs> that's the that's the thing though. That, like that that never happens. Like the though <laughs> yeah. it's usually the other way around where it's on iPhone that's for true. for decades. That's true. And then finally it comes to Android and you're like, "Well, I'm not even interested in this anymore." Gotcha. Stardew Valley. We're listening to the music right now. It may have died out already. But because neither of us can hear it right it's, now. It, it's, it's really good. It's so good. Yeah. If you buy it, so if you buy it um, on Steam, like you said, then you can actually buy the soundtrack for uh, an extra $5 or so. So, Correct. you know, $20. If you have a PC, $20, and I'm you've actually, got the, the game and the soundtrack. I'm going to go on there and see if, like, you you have to have bought the original game oh. to buy the soundtrack. Because oh. I, I just want to listen to this music. Yeah, dude. I just want to put it on and, like, work and, and just chill yeah. and go into the mines and kill monsters. Yes. But that wouldn't happen until I was playing. As I am wont to do. (laughs) Oh, geez. Moving on to some Star Wars news. Oh, my gosh, Chris. Star Wars. Actually, we're going to end with Star Wars. I'm going to move to something else. What? It's called a tease. Such a tease, Chris. That's like like the teaser trailer for, for the last news segment. Speaking of teaser trailers... Titanfall 2 had a teaser trailer. Holy crap, Chris. You just segued me. Yes. I've been segued. Like you took a Segway and then ran over me with it. Mm-hmm. Like the actual device. Titanfall 2 was announced, basically. Like we knew it was kind of happening. Like they've said they were working on Titanfall 2. Well, there's the like an interview with like the a, a writer on Titanfall 2 uh, in like USA Today or some something, you know, Washington Post, some, some newspaper. And then he was just like, yeah, I've been working on Titanfall 2. The story's going to be great. There's a campaign. And they're like giving away these details that I don't know if he was authorized to give away. I'm, I'm sure he was. I mean, they were they just usually, out there. They usually have PR people on those interviews. The, uh, so, but the interesting thing is, number one, they're gonna debut this the Sunday before E3. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that means that Respawn or EA's conference is gonna be on Sunday. Like, I think that EA's conference is actually on Sunday. I don't think EA actually has um, even a floor presence at E3. They don't. Anymore. I know that. I just didn't know if like what what kind of conference that they're doing. Well, they're doing like an open uh, open to the public thing out in LA. That's not um, their conference though. Where. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're doing like a live event before that. I uh, think they probably are uh, doing like a live event um, there for the fans and that. And maybe then they also have a uh, a press conference. But I don't I don't really see them having more than that. Maybe they've just jumped the line, if you will, like where they've yeah. uh, where they've just moved their press conference to the day before. Yeah, usually E3. it's on Monday, so we'll see. I don't I don't know exactly what the details are, but like that would make a lot of sense to me because it seems like by the time we get to EA's conference uh, that day, like during during E3 week on Monday, whenever it usually is. I'm already kind of like we've had Microsoft's already and then we're I'm I'm looking forward to to Sony's but so like getting before both of those conferences it would be a little bit more exciting I think on like as a viewer personally for me to watch it it would be more the news would be more impactful to watch it before yeah. those two conferences. Well, I hope. I mean EA's conference is usually the most boring to meet to me because they spend 30 minutes talking about FIFA and, and Madden and mobile games and mobile games, yeah, and all. I'm just like, oh, gosh, stop this. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but Titanfall two, Titanfall two. Oh, one other thing with this teaser, Chris. Yes, some an epic note, like an epic epic thing. A Titan in the trailer at the end of the trailer puts down a sword in the ground. Yep. Holy crap! If we can have giant mech robots fighting with swords. 
I think we will. I will be amped. Yeah, that's what that's saying. I will be super amped. I think that's something that fans have been calling for for a while, and now they're doing it. That's awesome. There's some weird news, and we'll see if this ends up happening. Weird news? AMC Theaters is potentially buying Carmack Theaters. What? what? This still has to pass through the uh, the Justice Department and be okayed there, and then Carmack's board of directors has to vote on it for the uh, for the acquisition to take place. Is that would that be because of like uh, anti monopoly stuff? Or that's like, why it has to go through the Justice Department. That's what yeah. I was curious about. Yeah, hmm. uh, because that I mean that that would make AMC the largest theater chain in the United States. Hmm. And uh, so that's interesting. There's, we've got a lot of Carmacks around here. We don't have any AMCs. This is the thing. I love AMC theaters. Yeah. I think they do a phenomenal job. They're better I than Carmack Cinemas. Yeah, way better than Carmack Cinemas. Yeah. Like, I, I would rank a lot of other theater chains above Carmack. Yeah. So I'm really hoping kind of this happens just out of uh, selfish ambition because I really want some AMC theaters around here. Yeah. And also, like... So we have Regal around here, and those are the, usually the better ones that we like to go to. Yeah. Um, but AMC also offers like a lot of uh, really special edition kind of things, like the the uh, the Best Picture Showcase. Yep. yep. Um, they also do like big event things, like where oh well, you know, we're gonna do a big string of like older movies. Yeah. Um, and so like I, I like that about AMC. I really like that they they emphasize. Um, these events uh, that they do, and then you know bigger things like that. So yeah. Ah. Uh, that would be nice, Chris. If there was one at least within a decent driving distance, it would be. It would I wouldn't be have awesome. to go like to Atlanta or Chicago anymore for the right. Best Picture Marathon. Right. I mean, and that seems awesome. So yeah. I don't know. We'll I'm see. excited about it. We shall see. All right. So Star Wars. First of all, this week. What? The C-3PO comic book one shot that was supposed to come out before the Force Awakens is finally out. <gasps> I bought it yesterday. Yeah. I didn't read it yet. Oh. I know. Bummer. So I'm I'm gonna do that. I was gonna do it tonight. It might be too late when I get home tonight to do that. But I'm gonna do that soon. So I'm excited about that. Also, we're gonna link to this. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna pull this up real fast. Yeah. Okay. This is a 360 photo from the Star Wars Land build site in Disney World. So what they've done is uh, stuck a camera. Uh, it's not live. It's not a live feed. It's a, it's a still thing. I will link to this and embed this stayontargetpodcast.com. We're going to look at it right now. So you like if you want to pull it up, we can look at it together and kind of explore it together. Yes, that, 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 one, that one right there. Oh, it says Disneyland Park. I thought, yeah. I thought the main one was going to be in uh, Disney World. Uh, there's one in both. Okay. There's going to be one in Disney World and one in Disneyland. Oh, this is just uh, Disneyland then, I guess. Yeah. We're going to want to click through to the actual website, the Disney website, rather than doing the embed that's probably... Oh, this is the Disney Parks blog. Cool. Here we go. All right. I have not seen this. You haven't seen it. I have seen seen this. I've explored it. I'm so pumped, Chris. It's still loading. It's loading. It's taking taking a while. Yes. Taking a good long while. So you can download... Wait, can you download this on the App Store? I don't don't know. It's like the the little star or whatever that is. Like it's they've got some kind of app. I don't know what what exactly is happening here, but all right. So this is this is up. There it is. Yes. All right. Okay. Start start looking around here. Uh, I pointed at the ground. Yeah. Uh, well, you can see That's... a little mouse droid there. Oh, Look. there's a mouse droid. Uh-huh. You're right. Yep. So oh, there's there's whoa. there's obviously people doing work here, whoa. like the mouse know? droid. Yeah. But there's there's also uh, a plethora of other things. So we've got uh, <laughs> if you pan to the left over here, um, looks like we've got a an AT uh, ST Walker. Yeah. 
They've also got R two D two, R two D two, and BB eight. Uh huh. And they're they're helping out the engineers, yeah. as you can see, pointing out the plans and stuff. Yeah. R two D two's plugged into something. He's plugged so, into like a light, like a surveyor. Thing or maybe or he is, like is he uh, is he plugged into it, or is he using like a uh, oh, some maybe. sort of a, like a shocker or a yeah. welder or something? That's probably it. There's yeah. stormtroopers around as well. They seem to be helping. But if you if you look to the to the right here. There's you can see um, ships bringing in supplies. Yeah, well, I guess the 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 walker uh, back here is actually bringing in a uh, a some sort of a crate. Yes, it is. Well, like it looks to the right again. But yeah, see those those oh, guys right there. They're, they're they're bringing in supplies. Yeah. There's also some so first order stormtroopers. Yeah, there's a first order tie fighter back there. Uh huh. And there was actually so yeah, there's there's stuff uh, bringing in from the skies like land speeders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Flying yep. up near the sun. That's amazing. Yeah. Pan, pan over and uh, pan up upright over here to the up to the right. See that right there? Oh, oh, is that is that uh, a first order? That's um, Kylo Ren's. That's ship. Kylo Ren's ship. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, here's a uh, here's is this a a uh, it's the thing from Hoth? The I probe droid. Yeah, the probe droid. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> Some X wings flying real low. I don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, they got their landing gear down though. And their their foils are closed, so they're not in combat. Yeah, so they're not fighting any of these stormtroopers that are walking around. Here. Right, which seems uh, like they would. Seems like that's that's uh, strange uh-huh. and, and not canon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For but sure. then again, that was a long time ago, Chris. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't see any of the rest of the parks in this photo. Yeah. Well, you can see what is what is that right there? That is. Uh, is that Splash Mountain? No. So this would yeah. be. Uh, oh. This would be the the Thunder Railroad or something no, like I think, that. I think is that's that I think that's Splash Mountain, man. No, because I think that's the area that it's in in uh, Disneyland. Yeah, but so is uh, the Big Thunder Railroad or whatever the that that ride. Um, I thought that was more in the middle of the park. All right, Chris, I'm gonna find out and make sure. Because <laughs> I think I think I'm right here. I like how this just kind of slowly pans around, like as you just kind of. I almost want to like set this as like my. Oh yeah, that's Big Thunder Railroad, Chris. Okay, Big Thunder. Big I Thunder mean, Mountain Railroad. I was stupid to question you. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's just be honest. I know, I know my Big okay, Thunder Mountain. Yeah, Railroad. true. You do. So we okay. So we we do see what was that tent right there? You know, back. I, I oh, this see one. More stuff. Yeah. Oh, so I think that that is actually the. Is this? Uh, would that be around where? Oh, the the big top. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Like Toontown, and then there's the, oh, there's okay. Goofy Circus and stuff like that, and the, which is where a lot of the 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 small kids rides are. Yes, um, and there's like a shop in there that's really cool with a bunch of really awesome stuffed animals cool, and stuff. Cool. So yeah, they were probably looking over there too. So this yeah. is like nestling itself right up in uh, the Disney parks. So basically, if you're in the park, like just over one of the hills, is probably going to be. Um, one of these things. So this weekend actually is going to be um, the dark side races. They run mm. Disney races down in Disney World, uh, and they you know they're saying this is Disneyland. So I, I yeah I will I will respect that this is Disneyland. But, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure this it's you know probably in this state at least in uh, Disney World as well. It's going to be in Hollywood Studios actually. Yeah, I mean, and, and so uh, yeah, this one is actually going to be um, kind of. In Disneyland, it's supposed to be this pretty similar to the way it is in Disney World. So I, maybe there's like a separate, maybe some separate attractions or a different layout or something like that. But yeah, you're right. It's probably going to be pretty, pretty similar. Dude, I'm super excited. I am too. Whenever this opens, whatever year this this opens, you, you and I have got to go. We will. You and I have got to be down there like just that year rocking Opening it out. Day. Star Warsing it up. Bringing sure. our lightsabers. Yes. Well, that's the news. 
So that was a lot of news. We're about an hour in. Yeah, Our, Chris. We just have one, like one topic. Okay. okay. We we ended on some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. What are you more excited for, Episode Eight or Rogue One? Oh man, see that's hard because I'm excited for Rogue One because of different reasons than I'm excited for Episode Eight. Episode Eight, I'm excited to expand and to um, continue the journey of the people we introduced in uh, The Force Awakens with Rey and Finn and Poe and finally hear Luke Skywalker speak. Um, but because it's more immediate and because mm-hmm. it's something that is, is, is seemingly um, in a different different time period, I mean, it's like a completely different time period. It seems like a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it is Rogue, a completely different movie. Well, it is, but I mean, different tone, like that yeah. sort of thing, like a darker tone type of uh, movie i'm excited for that one so i don't know man i think i'm more excited for episode eight okay just because it's it's the known it's like i know i know kind of going into this thing where we're coming from and what we're what to kind of expect really you know because i feel like episode eight is the unknown well but episode eight like you know hey kylo ren's gonna be in it um you're gonna be dealing with like it's it's a continuation of the story we started with force awakens but you don't know if anyone like necessarily you know like I guess you're right because it is the unknown because we don't have a movie before and a movie after. Like as far as time zone right. goes, like I don't know. I, mean, I, I think you know, like Rogue One will like lead up straight up into the the beginning of Episode Four. Yeah, and you're probably right, and we're going to see a lot of, of characters that we've seen before in that yeah. one. Whereas we don't know what to uh, what characters to you know potentially expect in Episode Eight. I don't know, right. but I think I'm more excited for Episode Eight. I think if I were to have to like make the call, I would I would choose Episode Eight. I just, think right now, this instant, I'm yeah. more excited for Rogue One. Really? Yeah. What's your reasoning? Just because it's like we're we're going back to the original trilogy time period. We're gonna be like have the original stormtroopers, original X wings, like all this kind of stuff. Like we're gonna be back in that area. I like the idea of having basically no Jedi and seeing what that's like yeah. uh, for the rebels. And uh, if Darth Vader plays into it, I love Darth Vader. Like one of the best villains ever. Oh yeah, and so like having him, uh, Chris, in, in I would play, say definitively the be- best best villain ever. Possibly, you know, like I don't want to necessarily. I don't, I don't have the mental capacity right now to lay that <laughs> down and then support it okay. later. Okay. And so, but uh, you know, like one of the okay, okay, if not the okay, and he, if he's in this movie, like hands down, like this movie's my jam, dude. I love it. I love it. Well, that's my answer. You have a different answer. Is it, do we fight now to resolve it? No, we just we just move we, on. We just go with it. Yeah, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayOnTargetPod. Please subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, anywhere you get your podcast. Please review us as well if you like what you hear. Next week, I'm not sure what we're going to be doing, but we'll uh, we'll have some kind of uh, show. Yeah, and we've planned. got some we've got some some cool topics in our we pockets do. that we'll probably bring out for this. Yes, obviously they are always in our pockets, ready to pull out at a moment's notice. <laughs> just, just we've got topics yep. written down on note cards in mm-hmm. our pockets. Yep, we can we can just like make confetti with these yeah. these. To- they're written yeah. on really small pieces of paper. That's right. And to the unsuspecting eye, or or to the uh, the people who aren't in the know. It just looks like pocket lint. We need it in this. <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.
I'm just seeing if you put the you keep the low filter on this. I keep the low filter on. I keep yeah. the pad on. Like, oh, the pad. I haven't thought about putting the pad. on. Why would I put the pad on? I don't know. I just put the pad on. Actually, because that, that's a good idea because it is pretty hot. Yeah, the one day that we turned yeah. it off, it was insanely loud, and I remember looking over and having to adjust that episode a lot. I wonder if I should uh, put so the pad on. Well, see, like some things I've turned plug it into, it's not loud enough. Some things I plug it into, it is too yeah. loud. No, I'm just gonna keep my pads off. Okay. Cool.